I wish I could put my fist through this whole clouds of beef and time. Hello and welcome to What the Fuck 2021, which is also episode 51 of Lousy Beautiful Town, where we like to scream about Star Wars and put our fists through things. I am your host, Abby, and I'm joined by your other host, Jess. Hello. Hello, Jess. How are you? I'm good. (laughs) We've been talking for like an hour already. (laughs) Yeah. This is the second time we've had to record this because Craig, the Discord bot, I hate. I'm done. Yep, the friendship ended with Craig. Zencaster is my new best friend. <laughs> um, but we also have Ash here. Hi. Ash is back. I'm back. Ash is back and better than ever, and I'm really stoked. Back on your podcast. Yeah. I don't know, but <laughs> because we love you. Aw. And and your um you're American Saf, so we haven't had Saf on yet, so this is the closest thing <laughs> we could get to getting Saf on. <laughs> Why won't Saf come on our podcast? What the we fuck? We haven't asked her! I asked her, and she's like, uh. <laughs> no, yes. Because Saf is an eldritch being that has no that is time. so true. Yeah. <laughs> that is so that is true. So. I'm on a podcast with Saf and I can barely get to podcast with Saf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good lord. Well, maybe I'll bully her during D&D tomorrow and be like, why the fuck won't you come on my podcast? <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, a year ago today, as we're recording this, January 7th, we had Ash on for uh, talking about season one of The Mandalorian, and a lot has changed since then. Uh, so, Ash, why don't you reintroduce yourself to the good people? Uh, hi, I'm Ash. Uh, I'm hi, one of the Ash. <laughs> <laughs> hi, my name's Ash, and I hate Star Wars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the hosts on Rogue Podron. Uh what uh a podcast some call barely a star wars podcast um <laughs> wow, what a mood and i uh, i really like din dejurin which and i don't really like star I, the only thing i like about star wars is din dejurin really um, <laughs> that's fair that is yeah very fair that is fair um okay so that's ash anyway um <laughs> We we have some Star Wars news about the the High Republic, but it's I'm just we're too overwhelmed to care right now. Um, there there's just too much content, and then also there was a literal fucking coup yesterday, and so my brain is uh, does not have a lot of space for Star Wars right now. <laughs> nope. So yeah, there was a coup <laughs> yesterday, um, and Steel Saunders decided to make a joke about it. Uh, or you know, utilizing an image from it, and so we just we just want to throw out there that if you are listening to our podcast and you still like Steel Saunders, we don't want you here anymore. Yeah, ditto for Rogue Pod. Yeah, um, yeah. We yeah, warned y'all. Guy. We all we warned y'all about Steel for years. Uh, and no one listened because why would you listen to women in fandom? I don't fucking know. Um. And I don't, I just, I'm just saying it says a lot that the only people Steele decided to respond to regarding his really bad joke 
were people with smaller follow accounts and then like insinuating that they were the bad people for like being like, hey, you shouldn't have done that because he's like, you're going to get mad at me for making a joke about the alt-right. And it's like, you don't yeah. have the moral high ground, buddy. <laughs> like you used a picture from a literal fucking coup and used it to like make fun of fandom shit. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Fuck you. So. Yeah. Did yeah. That's that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool. cool, cool. cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's fucking talk about the Mandalorian. We have to take back some shit uh, that we said on the last episode. I'm going to roll through my list a lot faster this time. Um, but the first thing uh, that we have to take back is Ash no longer loves Star Wars. But we yeah, already hate Star Wars. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Jess was supposed it to It was come really funny. Me. The second the Mandalorian was over, I was like, and I'm back to not giving a shit about Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> I do not care anymore. <laughs> Jess was coming to visit me. Jess did not get to visit me. Um, we thought Meg's accent on the Potterlorian was too much last season. We were wrong. It was perfect. And we got even more of it this season. <laughs> Um, I love Ash- how Meg's accent is now a feature of every season of The Mandalorian. Like that's yeah. just <laughs> yeah. that's you know I get excited to listen to Meg's southern accent and also learn lots of cowboy terminology. I'll be honest, there were like points at this season where I didn't want to talk about The Mandalorian anymore, and the thing that made me like get excited about it was like, oh, at least I get to hear Meg's country accent again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Ash said last time it's very far removed from the things in Star Wars that we know that it's no longer true (laughs) no Um, we hate everything to do with Gina Carano I do not want her to crush me I want to stab her um, and not in a sexy way Um, Ash had apologized for being an asshole to me that doesn't happen anymore no, <laughs> that was the last time that happened. We're all considerably better friends now than yeah. we were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, apologizing to you for being an asshole is just like so far removed. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize to Abby for anything. <laughs> like fucking killing me in mafia. And also Among Us. This bitch. Yeah, I've killed you in Among Us a lot. I mean, you've yeah. killed though. Yeah, but like, I'm really good at the game, so. <laughs> um, Abby's good at murder. Who would have I want to be like, no, you're not, but you're actually pretty fucking good at Among Us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Ash, do you still ship Kara and Mando? <laughs> Fuck no. Okay, Jess, do you still want them to bang at least once? Nope. Cool. Uh, we talked about doing a weed reparations episode. We still have not done that. Um, I'm still surprised that it's Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. We, every, every single time. <laughs> I'm still like, oh my God, Pedro Pascal is in this show. <laughs> um, we call. I feel like. Oh, real quick. Oh, no, yeah. No, what's the name of the, the documentary thing, Ash? Uh, yeah. Disney Gallery, I think. Yeah, so um, 
I feel like even Pedro is surprised that it's him when he takes <laughs> off the helmet because it, I remember him like talking, like being interviewed and him being like, I think this is the first time a human has seen him ever. Like, and it's, just, it's just like he's just as shocked that he's the Mandalorian. <laughs> I love him so much. He's so good. So good. Um, we called that Luke Skywalker was going to be the Jedi that Grogu went with. Um, I feel like I should say I never thought in like a million years that he would actually be in the show, though. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. That was never just us throwing crazy years. shit out. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, what if Luke Skywalker was in the show? What if Boba <laughs> Fett showed up in season two and he was awesome? <laughs> what if Bo Katan showed up in season two? <laughs> like we were literally like shit posting. <laughs> And it happened. We pulled a rogue padron. <laughs> it's my rogue padron power. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> um, For those of you who don't know, the death troopers are death. Oh, my God. Dark troopers happened because of Ash. <laughs> yeah, yes. it was all me. <laughs> the best part about that is that I saw them and I'm like, those are fucking dark troopers. And I told rogue pod about it and they were like yeah we believe you and i told my friend ben who's like a diehard star wars fan and he was like those aren't dark troopers ash why would they do droids when they're talking about clones like come on like they're not dark troopers and then they were fucking dark troopers <laughs> and i and i texted him like i fucking told you they were dark troopers <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was the best star wars moment of my life is correctly <laughs> predicting something for the first time in my life <laughs> And what a beautiful oh. thing it was. <laughs> um, uh, Din Djarin now has many friends, and it makes me really happy. Um, we talk because, like, we were talking about the dark saber because that was the big, like, holy shit at the end of last season was that Moff Gideon had the dark saber, and we were like, um, does that mean Bo-Katan can be in season two? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucking Bo-Katan Kreese is in season two she is safe she is alright and it's Katie motherfucking Sackoff <laughs> who would have thought who would have thought it, was, it, it truly was the year of Katie Sackoff <laughs> they were like hey come back for Clone Wars season seven and be Bo-Katan and she was like lit and they were like oh by the way we also want you to come and be the physical embodiment of Bo-Katan in the Mandalorian um, for more than one episode. And yeah. God, what's it like to be Katie Sackoff right now? Uh, lots of, we don't like Cara Dune anymore. We hate Gina Carano. We don't want her to show up in season three. <laughs> I just want to say, if it's not, because I, I basically a year ago came on here and talked about how great she was uh fuck her <laughs> i take back literally everything i said about her mm. uh just to make that like abundantly clear um yeah no fuck gina carano fuck gina carano that fucking bitch um let's see ash didn't use tiktok at that time that has changed uh just still Ash hasn't straight anymore or- Th- that's true Ash isn't pretending to be straight anymore. oh yeah i was gonna say wait a minute <laughs> ash is no longer pretending to be straight and we're very proud of her mm-hmm. <laughs> i went on uh, a whole character arc in 2020 <laughs> you really <laughs> you really did you really did gg <laughs> 
sorry. I'm really tired. Um, Jess still has to write an article on Mandalorians and Diaspora. Um, we talked about the Veggie Tales. I talked about my first kiss having to do with Veggie Tales. <laughs> we launched our Patreon uh, in that episode. We still have not done a live show. Uh, we still do not have merch. <laughs> We have and- a Discord. <laughs> and it's fun. Yeah, we do. Um, and just- I only like occasionally drop into the Lazy Beautiful Town Discord to like shit post and then immediately leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that's what I do with um the the Rogue Pod Discord, because otherwise the Rogue Pod Discord scares me a little bit. The Rogue There's Pod Discord just- scares me. It's, really- <laughs> it's just a little it's just a little overwhelming sometimes. So Anyway, uh, and Jess gave me her bank account info, so that was great. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel like that's uh, the true. That's the point where you realize you've reached like true friendship with somebody. Because if I like accidentally leaked my bank account info to either of you, I'd be like, "Oh, it's not that big of a deal." Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, Abby, uh, just don't don't touch hey, Abby, that. Uh, right? Okay. Don't leave that DM. Thanks. <laughs> 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 it wasn't even just like oh it's just an account number it was the account number the username and the password <laughs> like literally yeah. everything that you need to drain my finances <laughs> yeah and i didn't do it because i'm a good friend thank you don't ask why i have that written down all in one place just don't ask yeah that's probably not a good idea oh good lord well that's what you missed on Glee. So <laughs> we can now, <laughs> now we can talk about uh, season two of The Mandalorian. And before we get into like our overall thoughts on season two, we got to uh, break down chapters 14 through 16, uh, which was The Tragedy, The Believer, and The Rescue. And uh, let's just jump right into motherfucking Boba Fett. Mm. Mm-hmm. Motherfucking Bo- Boba Fett. We like I, Boba Fett now. I hate that in, in twenty twenty. Of all the things that twenty twenty did, making me a Boba Fett fan was not what I. It wasn't on my twenty twenty bingo card. No, <laughs> but like we <sighs> love Boba Fett now. He's he's like my second favorite thing about the Mandalorian. After you know the the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> He's your second favorite Mandalorian. He's my second favorite. <laughs> I have a list now, and Boba Fett is on it. Well, I had a list before, but now Boba Fett's on the list, which I never imagined would be a thing. Right? God. Well, now we. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <coughs> now we love Boba Fett. <coughs> oh God, I'm dying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Oh, Abby's God, heart Abby, out for all me. the love that she feels for Boba Fett. <laughs> I'm just like, I just love him so much. Oh, God. No, but really, I, just, I feel that way. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, I just, I think that's the most surprising thing that the Mandalorian could have ever done is turn me into a Boba Fett fan. Um, and I'm really glad that it did. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That I so I rewatched that episode today, the one where he uh is it thirteen? No, it's fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, the tragedy. Okay, it's right there in the notes, my bad. Anyway. You wrote the notes. <laughs> I know I did. Anyway. <laughs> um 
I think that is my favorite Mandalorian episode. I love right. all of them. It's so good. <sighs> I still like uh, episode three of season one the most. Mm. Um, but it that's a very it's a very close second. I yeah, it's such yeah. a good episode. That's the one where all the Mandos like come. That's the one where like. Deborah Chow directed that one. Yeah, right? Din yeah. gives up the baby and then he comes back for the baby and yeah. the Mandos uh, help him. Yay. That's right. I think that is now, that was my favorite. And now I think that's number two because Boba Fett has my heart and my soul. And Ming Na is in that too. So, like, yeah. God damn it. That was beautiful too. We got Ming Na Wen back. <laughs> we did. Yeah. Like, and it doesn't make up for what happened in season one. No. But nope. it is incredibly nice that she's she was in the Mandalorian was an important part of season two, and she's getting her own show. Like yeah. she's yeah. co-leading Book of Boba Fett with Tem. Like that's the way that at least that's the way they frame that tweet. And if she doesn't, I will be extremely angry. But uh huh. I especially love that it's her and Tem. It's not like yeah. her and a white dude. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, that is amazing. Somebody was saying like the tragedy is very close to not, to being like the only Star Wars thing ever that doesn't have any white people in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's fucking Cara Dunes at the end of it. Fuck, fucking Gina Carano. I forgot about yeah. that. There, <laughs> way to ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> she ruins uh, everything. <laughs> she really does, though. <laughs> like she really, really does. Um, but I mean, one nice thing is that they're were no white men that spoke. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of nice, I guess. Yeah. It was just nice to see Boba Fett being not standing in a corner or Mm -hmm. being launched onto the side of a skiff and screaming wildly um, or being a petulant child who had trauma, to be fair, but I just don't (laughs) want children. (laughs) We've established (laughs) His dad died and everything, but, you know, he's still annoying. Um, I think, think, like, the thing that stuck out to me the most with it is, like, this is the Boba Fett that people have been telling me is so cool. But he was was not cool before this. Like, let's... No. (laughs) Let's be realistic here. He was, like, he looked cool. But, like, this is the Boba... This made me understand. Like, this is the Boba Fett all these dudes have been telling me is the greatest Star Wars character. Um, Yeah. Because fuck Legends Boba Fett. (laughs) I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. But I think also, like, there's layers to this Boba Fett that those fanboys did not understand yes. and w- yeah. will still not understand. And I think that's why he's so intriguing to us now. And that's why we love him so much. Because it's not that he's really cool. It's like, okay, like, yeah, we know his backstory. We know, like, he's been through shit. But now he's, like, a good dude. And we actually know that for sure. Right. <laughs> like, he's he's not just, like, this dude that's out for blood. Like, he has a code. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the interesting thing to me is like never once did this show like entertain the idea that he's a bad guy. It, it was there was misunderstanding. Yeah. But yeah. like for all intents and purposes, as far as Empire's concerned, Boba Fett's the bad guy. But like Right. But you can kind of understand like where you can um, you can make the like if you think about it, it's like, yeah, Boba Fett probably wouldn't have a problem with bringing in Han because Han broke his end of the deal to Jabba. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So that was really cool to me. 
Also, just, Han Solo's annoying as fuck. Like I would yeah. I would bring him in for a bounty listen. too, just to put him in jail so he wouldn't talk to people anymore. But listen, you know. John Favreau, <laughs> Dave Filoni, if you put Han Solo in this fucking show, I'm gonna kill no, you. I will show up at your office. <laughs> I love Han Solo. He is my husband, my original husband, but he is oh. the worst. The Me worst. Me too. Me too. I get, just keep him away from Din, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't please. want him anywhere near my Din to Jern. I don't want him to rope Din into any stupid shenanigans. Like, leave him oh. be. <laughs> like, I like the idea of, like, not in, I don't want to see this in a TV show at all, but, like, like him meeting Leia and Han and like him having like some pretty decent respect for Leia, especially like probably having, you know, learned a lot of stories from Kara and shit like that. And Blech. then like, you know, yeah, but like it, imagine if Gina Carano wasn't Kara. Um, and um, and then like Han. The notes. Yum. <laughs> Jango is a foundling. Yum. Yeah. <laughs> I keep hitting it with my mic. I'm sorry. My laptop is sitting on my lap right now, and I keep hitting it with my mic. I apologize. Oh, for those God. of you who are, we're not in our last take of this episode, which is everybody putting G's and H's and I's in the notes. Also, the notes are a fucking mess because me and Abby tried to start doing them at the same time together in the same Google Doc and didn't know that either of us was there. So we have. A- conversation in the google doc <laughs> it was very funny now you're, now you're caught up <laughs> i, I kind of like the idea of din meeting han and leia because i mm-hmm. think he'd really like leia but i think he'd fucking hate han that's yeah that's what i was <laughs> gonna be like he would um like he would have this really great respect for leia and then like han is just kind of existing and like he's like are you ki- are you kidding me? Like this fucking it's guy? Like, it's like you married this dude. <laughs> yeah, like like okay. So like we, it has now been established that Din Djarin will take his helmet off in very special circumstances. I think Din Djarin would make a special circumstance to take his helmet off to give her the the biggest like. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like what are you doing? Yeah. Get out while you can. So is is um Ben Solo alive yet? Yeah. Like, he I was born at this point. He w- he's like four. Yeah. I just imagine so if this this is total headcanning, fucking Lucasfilm, do not let them meet. Do not listen to this podcast <gasps> and let this happen. <laughs> but <laughs> I just have this picture in my head of Han holding Kyle, like as a toddler, like trying to like you know, hang on to him or just be a dad and just failing miserably and Din just standing there and being like, he's sitting there feeding Grogu like snacks and Grogu's yeah. like, oh, thanks, dad. I love you so much. You're the best dad ever. <laughs> and Kylo Ren's like shooting lightning out of his eyes. like, <laughs> And Han's just like staring at Grogu and Din and being like, why can't that be me? <laughs> What did I do to make my child hate me so? <laughs> oh, God. And then it's Din like, is like, because in my brain, Din's still alive at TFA, and he hears that Han got murdered by his son, and he's like, yeah, that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets like a 
letter from Leia, like letting him know. And then like he he like at this point, like Brogu is kind of more grown up. He's out doing some Jedi stuff, and so they have like a little FaceTime chat. And Din's just like, Grogu, I need to tell you that that Han died. Han Solo has died. And Grogu's like, oh, like, that's sad. That's a that's a bummer. Um, and then Din being like, yeah, his son killed him. And Grogu being like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hated that guy. <laughs> I went to I went to Jedi school with that motherfucker. That doesn't surprise yeah. me one bit. <laughs> Yeah. It's oh. like if you ever hear it's like if you ever hear that like a person you went to high school with is in jail now. Like every time oh, I see yeah. that happen, I lived in like the boondocks so that happened a lot. But um <laughs> 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 you always kinda go like, yeah. <laughs> You're on a track. Yeah. Yeah, you right. You right. Oh my God. Oh, Gosh, um, I really like my head cannons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, can we go back to Boba Fett? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> because let's go back to Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. I'm sorry, <laughs> I derailed. <laughs> sorry. Of course, we fucking ended up on Kylo Ren somehow from Boba Fett. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> anyway. I feel like I haven't talked about Kylo Ren in a long time. <laughs> I feel like I never need to talk about Kylo Ren again. <laughs> 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 it's really weird. Um, we find out in fucking chapter 14 that Django was a foundling. Yeah. Thank. Listen, fucking Brian Young's a dumbass. <laughs> but I, I love that Star Wars is like, they, they answered the dumb fanboy question. Is Django even a Mandalorian? Um, by just being like, Yes. He was. And yeah. in Clone Wars, they said he wasn't, but that's probably because they're a bunch of racist assholes that don't believe that foundlings are true Mandalorians. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they are. <laughs> uh, Katan. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like white lady. <laughs> I like Bo-Katan a lot. I hope she has yeah. like a like a personal reckoning next season where yeah. she's like, oh, I'm the asshole. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I really like the idea of like after this all is b- been said and done, and like she's like trying to cope with the fact that like she's been trying for decades to be the Mandalore again and like get the get the dark saber, and like Din just like basically stumbled upon it. <laughs> um, and and like Bo having to like you know talk with Din a lot and then end up talking to Boba Fett a lot because Din would be like, um, this is my best friend Boba Fett and he drove me here. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Empire blew up my shitty Honda Civic spaceship. Oh, he drove me that. here. <laughs> um, and like Bo-Katan having to fucking shut her fucking mouth and listen and learn and being like, oh yeah, this is, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I that'd be up. such like a cool character arc because we know that Bo-Katan is kind of like, well, the it, like the obvious thing is like Din is a child of the watch, right? The mm, obvious yeah. thing would be like, it'd be cool to see a conversation between the two of them where she's yeah. like, yeah, I wasn't Death Watch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. that'd be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were kind of talking about that. 
don't know if it was last episode or the episode before whenever we last talked about mandalore uh-huh mandalore mandalorians <laughs> i'm high i'm sorry <laughs> um but we were talking about like okay are foundlings universal to all the mandalorian people or is that just a death watch thing are mm-hmm. like is like what 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 is going on? <laughs> like, right. we, we don't know anything about any of these situations and we're like slowly finding out all this really cool information and like everything that we kind of learned in the Clone Wars is like, oh, that was certainly from a certain point of view uh-huh. um, from the, the, the white, the weird, oddly Aryan animated point of view. <laughs> well, yeah. that's like, that's like the interesting thing, right? It's like, I don't think Satine was like intentionally a bad person. But she no. did yeah. try to fundamentally change Mandalorian identity and culture. And, like, mm-hmm. that came back better in the ass. Like, and I think it's interesting, it'd be interesting to, ha- like, have the show talk about that. Like, yeah. what what led to Mandalore getting to this point? Oh, for um, sure. And I think it's really interesting that Tamara Morrison is Django and all of the clones and mm-hmm. is Mandalorian because he is, you know, an indigenous person that was trained in his warrior culture his warrior maori culture like that oh god there's he just came Mm -hmm. george lucas did you know (laughs) like (laughs) he did not he did not know i'm not giving george lucas any fucking credit for this (laughs) like that's just like a beautiful circle right there yeah i'm yeah of meeting i think above anything else i'm the happiest for tomorrow morrison (laughs) oh absolutely yeah a hundred percent. I had one more thing to add, but we can talk about it later. Oh, okay. We've kind of not been like specifically following the notes, but that's oh, fine. No, I was going to, what I was going to say that, um, well, I'll just talk about it now. Um, fuck Brian Young. Um, mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. came out many weeks ago and was saying how Boba's not a real Mandalorian because fuckface mandal you know death watch said or what's his name fuckface prime All minister Mac. said so thank you yeah. i don't even fucking care <laughs> <laughs> um my my fucking um actually brain just kicked in yeah. I apologize. <laughs> i'm like i know there's a mech in there but whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> my high brain's not working he's like um, a straight up like <laughs> Nazi Mandalorian. Like, let's be yes. real here. Like, yeah. why the fuck are we listening to anything he has to say? Dude, like, seriously. And and so he's just like, oh, because blah blah blah. I don't even remember what he said, but it was very anno- it was so it was it was maddening enough that he's like, Boba's not a real Mandalorian, but then he had to continue on and be like, just because he looks like one and has Ooh. the armor like one doesn't mean he's a real Mandalorian. And me, as an Asian American, a child mm-hmm. of diaspora, was very upset about this because that is literally what people say to my face. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I am not a real Japanese person. I might look like one, uh, but I am not one. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's not, that is not an uncommon, like, feeling that children of diaspora have, especially ones that, like, don't speak the language. <laughs> Or don't have connections to their extended family in their home country because their parents tried to assimilate because Americans are racists. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh. So this made me very angry. 
I'm just really happy that it's in Rod- Robert Rodriguez. That, 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 I cannot talk. Robert Rodriguez's <laughs> hands now. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like yeah. he gets it. I feel like he understands. You know? And I'm really glad that Ming-Na is the other person that's, like, heading the show. And it's not, like, a white per- another white person. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Because she is also, like a child of diaspora like very much so asian american like and i feel like that's something that she can also uh i guess portray um i don't know anyway that this i need to write this piece about diaspora and mandalorians because like from the beginning i felt like even especially with the episodes where they're in the the covert like underground and you know like they're just talking about how they're just trying to survive and trying to like maintain their culture, which back then we didn't realize was a cult culture, but you know, mm-hmm. things change, <laughs> but we learn new things. Um, mm-hmm. But it really reminded me of like, you know, especially when Din is like discovering that, you know, part of being, you know, a Mandalorian is if you you have a foundling, you have to try to reunite them like with their people. You know, that's mm-hmm. part of the Mandalorian culture. And he's like learning these things. And it's very like I very much identified with that of like, hey, I'm learning all of these things about my culture that I was never really taught by my parents um, because mm-hmm. of many reasons, mostly racism. But just like that's just kind of part of being a child of immigrants here is, you know, your parents are you know, most of the time, not wealthy. Um, mm-hmm. They're busy trying to like survive. And um, in this case, a lot of them come from war torn countries. Like there's a parallel to that here as well. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, you're learning how to be part of your identity, like as you go. And it's, there's mm-hmm. a very like weird and specific experience ta- that ties into that. And I've, I felt that from the beginning in the show. And then Boba Fett fucking comes back and I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like <laughs> even more so because I didn't even think about the ramifications with like Django and Boba. I thought he was out of the story forever. Right. <sighs> and there's, the, there's even like that conversation where Bo-Katan is like, you're not a real Mandalorian. And Boba says, I never said I was. And I didn't take that as like, I didn't take that as him saying I'm not a Mandalorian. I I took it as like, like, like I'm a disabled person. And sometimes like things will come up where it's like, oh, you don't look disabled. And you just kind of go, yeah, okay, whatever. Because you don't want to have that conversation with idiots. And that was like, that was like the vibe I got from it. Um, Where he was just like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Well, and then, she, like, her next line is, like, oh, something about, he says something about my father, and she's, like, oh, you mean your donor? Like, fuck you. Like, yeah, yeah I'm not going to have a conversation with you about my heritage. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, And she's, like, ugh. you're a clone. I've heard your voice a thousand times before. And it's, like, oi. Like, yikes. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Big yikes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hope okay. I hope Bo-Katan's world gets fucking rocked next season. Yeah, I mean I think it's already rocked. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor poor Bo-Katan. I think, I think it'd be cool if like she spends the entire most of next season being like, "I deserve to be the Mandalore," but the more she sees Din, she sees that he's like a good person. Yeah, and he's like kind of a good Mandalore. I'm very much team Din should be the Mandalore and not Bo-Katan. Or somebody other than Bo-Katan should be the Mandalore. <laughs> I like, agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, I, but I do feel like, because I rewatched 
that episode like recently I guess two weeks ago isn't that recently because a lot of it's happened since then. But, uh, it feels <laughs> recent, kind of. Um, and to be fair, she takes it gracefully, as gracefully as she can, even though she's like, "Okay, this was my chance, and you fucked it up, mm-hmm. <laughs> you stupid, <laughs> you stupid, whatever you are, child of the watch, um, who doesn't even care." Um, but it's very much like I think what Din and Bo-Katan are both going to learn is they need to let go of certain things about Mandalorian culture and the culture that they've grown up in because Din obviously is starting to let go of a lot of the like culty shit that the, the watch, you know, instilled in him and Mm -hmm. Bo-Katan needs to start letting go of a lot of these traditions that, you know, bestow leadership upon people um, because it's not the same world as it was when the dark saber was like in its prime. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's I think the potential for Bo-Katan to be this really interesting character. A lot of people were complaining about how like in Rebels, Sabine just gives it to her. And yeah. I th- but I think like that can honestly be explained away with one sentence that's like I was given it before and people didn't believe in me. And mm-hmm. I lost. Like mm-hmm. th- you could have a thing about how she was like I was not able to unite the clans cuz they did not believe that I was worthy to lead. Uh, right. Um and, and then she's... this clan is, you know, her clan is saying, no, we believe in you. Like, that makes sense. I was going to ask you about that, actually, because I couldn't remember the situation around her getting the Darksaber in Rebels. Sabine gets it from Maul. Uh, yeah. There's, like, a whole episode where Sabine just finds it, basically. And Sabine trains mm-hmm. with it. Uh, and then there's a whole arc about uh, they find the other Mandalorians and they're going to go take back Mandalore. And Sabine is like, I'm not fit to be the leader of Mandalore, but you are, and gives it to her. And the end is like, there's several Mandalorian clans that say they're going to fight under Bo-Katan to um, unite Mandalore. And we obviously know how that worked out. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now. <laughs> yeah. So I think it could be really interesting if Bo-Katan is like, I failed Mandalore like twice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so my other question around this is, so Boba has an offhanded comment about how, like, oh, you guys want to go and reclaim Mandalore? Like, the Empire turned that planet into glass. Is the Empire still there? Like, who is occupying Mandalore that they're going to go take it from? I don't know. That's um, a really good question. It- in Rebels, there is this, the the Mandalore plot, like the few episodes mm-hmm. that focus on Mandalore, you find out that Sabine made this weapon that uh, basically like uses uh, Beskar as like a conducting point and like fries Mandalorians inside their suits, basically. Oh shit, I don't oh, remember that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. This is a children's show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> I don't remember the exact like specific details of how they end up destroying it, I think, but I think like Oh good. <laughs> I think like it's entirely possible that it's still out there. And a bunch of Mandalorians die in that episode, if I remember correctly. Uh mm-hmm. and they're like, Sabine, what the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> Sabine was like a cadet at the Imperial Academy. Um, oh, that's right. And that's she why she weapon. like left. She felt guilty as shit. And mm-hmm. okay, I remember this. She had like a whole like arc when she was you know um, training with Kanan with the yeah. dark saber. Yeah, and it's basically kind of brushed away with, oh, you're good now. It's fine that you made a weapon that's specifically designed to kill your own people. That's cool. Um, <laughs> Sabine is like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, so were you just chilling on Lothal while they turned your planet to glass? Like mm, that's yeah. a little. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's, you know, I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's true. 
I'm not, yeah. I'm not being like Sabine's an awful character now. It's, I think it'd be cool no, to see, see her again, you know. Um, well, it would be really cool if the if season three does end up focusing on uh, Bo-Katan, Din, mm-hmm. and like, you know, Cosca Reeves and other Mandalorians and like what that's going to be like. Like to bring in Sabine is very logical and really, that would be really interesting. I really mm-hmm. think that's why they got rid of Grogu at the mm-hmm. end. I really think that like they were like Grogu's gonna go with Luke for a bit so we can get him out of the way so we can tell the Mandalore story. Cause having the baby around would be like everyone would be focusing on the baby and not like mm. you know. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure by the end of season three they're gonna be together again. But Oh yeah. yeah. Ash, was it you I was talking with about like when that episode came out and I was like, I don't know how to fucking feel right now. And then like, what is season three going to look like? Um, And I was like, I feel like it'll be, it'll be really good. um, Because like in my head, I can, I, I imagine like we get a lot of like Din regressing in like, yeah, yeah. We were talking about I mean, like, the episode dropped. Yeah. Like, we've seen Din progress a lot socially <laughs> um, yeah. and, and you know, being more willing to be vulnerable with other people and, like, trusting other people and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, now that the, the kid is gone, like, he's just kind of slowly going back to him, you know, you know, his old ways and, like, everybody around him being, like, buddy are you okay like like no no (laughs) no but then he's like no i'm fine like you know and we know he's not fine like he cries himself to sleep and eventually by the end of season three they'll be reunited yeah yeah i don't even know if it's like the end of season three it might be like four episodes in season three yeah because like as much as like we want to be like imagine disney has any integrity with storytelling there's still like a capitalist hellscape and that baby and that baby sells toys and if they think they're gonna like if you think they're gonna like miss the opportunity to sell baby grogu toys where he's wearing like a different outfit oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) baby grogu and little jedi robes I feel like yeah. we're going to get flashes of Grogu's story, like sprinkles oh, throughout. Yeah. No, it's going to become like this two yep. character um, focused show versus them, them just being together. Y'all want to mm-hmm. hear like my crackhead hopes and dreams for yes. the show? Always. <laughs> I want Luke to train Din with the Darksaber. <gasps> oh. oh my God. <laughs> I just oh lost my, my fucking mind. Oh my god! <laughs> like Din has to really learn how to fight with the dark saber, and and like, oh, okay, okay, all right, cool. So Din <laughs> has to learn how to fight with the dark saber because he doesn't really know how to actually fight with it. He's more of like a hack and slash kind of guy, like a ray, if you will, in terms of their lightsaber combat. And like, he goes to Bo-Katan and he's like, I need you to train me and how to use this. And like, she's just two in her own shit. And she's like, no, I'm not even going to fucking touch it now <laughs> unless I or she's like, my combat. Or she's like, I don't fucking, I don't know because I clearly lost it twice right, now. Right, right. <laughs> and, and then, 
he's just like, fine, well, then I'll find somebody who can and then ends up going to Luke because who else the fuck would he go to to now, learn the how to fight? The cursed version of this that we're probably going to end up getting because I have no faith no. in Star Wars is Don't it's say. a, no. you know where I'm going with this. It's probably going to be I, Ahsoka. I, I don't like it. <laughs> I literally just like... I'm like physically cringing right now. I don't want that because I want him to go find Luke. And this is when we're going to get our slow burn friends to lovers. And like, I'm just imagining like this really soft fic in my head of Luke and Din. It already exists. And I've definitely read it. (laughs) Why don't you say? I don't, I don't know if you shipped it in Luke. We haven't talked about this yet. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Ash, you you send me the blindfold fic, but you don't send me the gay fic. <laughs> <laughs> the blindfold fic was upsettingly hot. <laughs> <laughs> and it led to some self-discovery. <laughs> so ash my asexual best friend (laughs) helped me realize that i have i have a thing for blindfolds and 60 times so (laughs) congrats put that on your resume (laughs) oh my god (sighs) and now she won't send me the soft luke did thing (laughs) That's fine. I'll send you the soft Luke. I just have to find it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but then he gets to be with Grogu and again and like see Grogu's change and growth. And like he gets to be there for his like first actual words and shit like that. Oh, and like they, they slowly okay, Gro- fall. Grogu's first words. Dad, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or the Mandalorian word for dad. Oh, God, if it's a Mandalorian word for dad, I'm going to like. I would like them to speak Mandoa, which is the yes. Mandalorian language. Uh, it's a legends thing, but you could easily like transfer oh, it over. John Favreau would totally put something like that yeah. in there. Yeah, and I think oh, the yeah. Mandalorian word for father is beer. 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 I think it's what it is. Oh, oh God. My heart. <laughs> I know that from reading copious amounts of fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's where I've gotten a lot of my like Mandalorian culture information is is fan fiction. I regret nothing. Fan fiction is so beautiful. But like I'm just I'm just thinking of like Luke and Din getting closer, like basically raising Grogu together. And like, and then like they have a mad divorce when (laughs) Kylo burns down the Jedi Temple. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they they meet. They finally meet Ben, and like Din's is like, I'll fucking like that kid, and Luke is like, That is my nephew, and Din's like, I don't fucking like that kid. I've got bad vibes for this kid. Yeah. Come on, Grogu, we're leaving. <laughs> like, he's four years old, and he's just like, nah, trust me, man, that, that guy's going to kill, try and kill you one day. <laughs> and that's why they, like, they part ways. He's like, his dad is who? Yeah, fuck yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I fuck love the that. idea. I love the idea of Ben. Of ben. Did- <laughs> 
idea of Din like meeting Han Solo. Like Luke has brought him up to family dinner to introduce him to the family, and Luke's <laughs> and like like Din like looks at Han Solo and is like, "I recognize you for oh, didn't I like." I had a bounty out on you like five years ago. <laughs> I was like, like your face, it's so familiar. <laughs> oh. And then Han's like, Luke, you have to bring your boyfriend for dinner. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, now I'm just thinking about Luke and Din being a cute domestic couple. I'm a, I have a lot of feelings right now. I mean, I'm like my my expectation because I don't trust Star Wars. Uh, is that Ahsoka is probably going to be the one to train him, which is not a bad idea in principle, <laughs> right? But like, yeah, like the actress associated with Ahsoka is the issue. Yeah. Um, I was so upset watching that gallery shit because I can't remember who said it. If it was, I think it was John Favreau was saying. He was like, you know, there's a lot of weight behind this character. There's a lot of history. And like Ahsoka is the only person that we've met so far that like knows Yoda and like knows the history of the Jedi Order and was like in the Jedi Order. And there's a lot of emotion behind that. And I just started bawling Mm because I was like, fuck, like if we didn't have fucking Rosario Dawson as this character or as this actor, like how... Um, like how much better would this have been for us that really love Ahsoka and love the story that she has and like uh, it was just so upsetting like I cried for so many reasons but mostly because of her (laughs) but also like what it could have been yeah that's I think that's the most disappointing thing with it right like it sucks that the most skippable episode of season two is the one with Ahsoka in it yeah right ah that makes me sad like what okay i'm sorry i know we already talked about this with jacqueline but like no please ahsoka do. sees a, a mini yoda and is like yeah whatever like she doesn't have any feelings about that right <laughs> at all <laughs> like really and it seems like so sorry i'm gonna talk about that because <laughs> yeah, no. I, I wasn't here we talked about this with jacqueline um <laughs> There's just so much there that's so fucking stupid. Because, like, the most iconic thing Ahsoka's ever said is, I'm no Jedi. So, like, the natural thing for Ahsoka to do is be like, I can't train your kid. He's not, I'm not a Jedi. Right? Right? And that's a much more interesting personal growth story than, like, I can't train him because he has attachments to you. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like and I that, left I left the Jedi Order, but I still somehow believe in their philosophies on everything. About oh like God. Ahsoka left because the Jedi Order were dumb. And she's yeah. still like, no, attachments are bad. I just don't I just don't buy it. Well, and the thing mm-hmm. that's most annoying is that this is Dave Filoni's character and he directed and helped write this episode. <laughs> so he like retconned some rant- weird shit with his own character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and, like, the most interesting thing about Ahsoka post-Clone Wars is that she's not a Jedi. Exactly. <laughs> right. She even has, like, white lightsabers. They're symbolic yeah, of the fact that she's not a Jedi anymore. Exactly. Right. Ugh. How does Dave Filoni fuck up his own character so badly? I just don't understand. Yeah. I just <laughs> speaking, um, like, speaking of 
I was gonna say, like, <laughs> while we're on the topic of transphobes, <laughs> uh, Bill Burr, yeah, was in that one episode. It didn't have to be Bill Burr, and yet it was. Uh, and I don't know why. I maintain but- that him and R- Rick Famuyiwa have some type of friendship because he was in the episode that Rick directed yeah. last season. Yeah. Yeah. But like I unfortunately he was very good in this episode. Yeah, I hate <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> I was so upset about that because I was like, oh, why do I have feelings right now? What the fuck? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I did think like the episode itself had several like problematic things in it. Oh, like I absolutely. think there's definitely a conversation to have about like the New Republic and the Empire being not that dissimilar from each other. Um, I, I kind of think now that I like listening to Rick, Rick like talk about that on. I keep referring to the stupid like documentary shit but hearing him talk about like what he was thinking through in writing that episode i think that was the point he was like trying to show that they are not dissimilar <laughs> well yeah no and i i think i think that's an excellent point to make i think like yeah but i think optically they did some things like the whole thing where like oh, yeah. they're killing they're not pirates they're obviously like a rebel faction trying to get the empire off of there in any other story they're the hero right and yeah. then and then like you know din's in in trouble you can understand like din's willing to go to these depths for his kid but then like mm-hmm. the triumphant score when the empire comes in oh yeah, yeah. with the tie fighters i was like this makes me uncomfortable yep yeah yep like i think in i the- don't like this i think in theory like having a conversation about like how the new republic is really not that different from the empire. Well, and it's- then also in that same moment, Bill Burr's character—I don't even remember his fucking character's name—but his character is like, huh, is weird to cheer for, have the, or you know, be excited to see the empire, right? Like, of hit him mm-hmm. of all people to be the person to say that in that moment is like, mm. yeah, it's. Um, this is why I think him and him and Rick are friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it was a really good episode. Just in general, if you kind oh, of yeah. ignore Bill Burr's existence, but <laughs> like, that's also the really frustrating thing is he gave a really good performance. It's like the same thing with Episode Four, right? Like Episode Four is one of the best episodes of the season, but fucking Cara Dune is there. I yeah. know. <laughs> I know. The other thing too is, I think this gets. I mean, Ash, you kind of talked about how they're you know the New Republic and the Empire are not that you know. There's not a lot of distance there, but mm-hmm. uh, Bill Burr is in a labor camp when we find him at the beginning yeah. of this episode, which is yeah. real yikes. Yeah. Yeah. So we so we have space cops, um, labor camps. Uh, it's really like mm. weird to me that they're portraying. <laughs> Because, like, obviously, that's what the New Republic would be doing, right? But it's yeah. really weird to me that they're portraying them in this way. Mm-hmm. As, like, they're the, like, hard-ass cops that are giving Din a hard time and, like, leaving him on a fucking ice planet with his baby. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even think about it like that. But that's fucking terrible. <laughs> and they're, like, they're, like, harassing him <laughs> for not having, like, his car registered, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your tail lights out. <laughs> Fuck you, we're gonna leave you stranded in the middle of nowhere. Oh my god. Yeah. And, like, 
He's like, hey, can you help me and my child and this frog lady and her children? Like, please help us. And yeah, he's like, not even the only parent in the fucking right, car. Right. Like, there's other and children. They're, and, other parents. <laughs> and, they're, and they're fucking just like, that sucks. We'll pretend like this never happened. And it's just like, um, okay. Yeah, Peyton Reed totally directed that episode. That is not his strong point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Why just does he like, like making Asians <laughs> cops in his movies and and TV shows? Because what's his name is a cop in uh, Ant Man. <laughs> oh my god, what is his name? Oh, um, um, I know who you're talking my... about. I don't know the, yeah. his name though. Yeah. <sighs> It's like why are they why are they painting the New Republic to be I mean obviously they might be doing it for a reason but it's like why are you painting the New Republic which is supposed to be the quote unquote good guys is like so shitty. Right. Yeah. Like we right. know they failed. Like we know <laughs> like, that like Leia is like one of the founders of the New Republic like we're really well, leaving I this mean, legacy. Like, there's like there's even I mean Leia eventually leaves in Bloodline. Leia eventually goes like fuck what this has become. I'm starting the resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Randall Park is the name of the actor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I. They put Project Cinder in a Operation live Cinder, yeah. action. Or yeah. Operation Cinder. Dude, I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, me I always, I'm always a slut for a Battlefront 2 reference. Yes. <laughs> Dude. That's, Maybe I that's mean, what happened to Mandalore. Oh, shit. Oh. Okay, so I have a theory. And uh, we're not even... We're we're very far away from this in the notes, and I don't fucking care anymore. I but um, Okay, so Moff Gideon has the Darksaber for some reason. Mm-hmm. And what if there is some kind of, like, I don't know, race to the finish to grab Mandalore and Moff Gideon is that was like part of his plan is to try to go rule Mandalore now. Mm. And Bo-Katan is in on that. Maybe project Cinder was a part of that and it interrupted Moff Gideon's plans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe he's like, fuck Palpatine like for destroying this planet now. Cause that I was going to go like be in control of cause Moff Gideon, I feel like he was underutilized a little bit. Yeah, I feel like he like f- he he um filled this role. I guess exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he was there to be like this obstacle in this season. He was there to be this obstacle between Din and the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like if they start getting more into like the the what actually happened on Mandalore, he's gonna come up again. Yeah, I hope so. I and I hope it's not just some because like I think we talked about this last time, Abby. But like the whole. You know, he has this line of like, you know, what the child is, you know, contributing is to help bring order to the galaxy. I hope it's not just uh, like, you know, a pipeline to the First Order. Like, that's interesting Mm -hmm. to some point. But I like the idea of Moff Gideon being his own villain and being his own person and having a different agenda from First Order and Empire and Palpatine's bullshit. Mm -hmm. And him making a play for Mandalore, I think, would be really interesting. It'd be really interesting if, like, he has to, like, they need his help next season. And that's how he oh, comes fuck. back. <laughs> wow. I love, I uh, love for the drama. I love for the drama. You I really love do. For the drama. <laughs> <laughs> like, god damn it. <laughs> 
Oh, I think Lord. that'd be really cool for Din to have a more in-depth conversation with a man who's responsible for like hurting his son. Well, not only that, but he clearly knows a lot about Mandalorian culture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I want, but I still want him to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Well, I, I like that that he he is being taught about Mandalorian culture through Moff Gideon, who yeah. also stole his son and harmed his son, and he's just like this fucking guy. Like, that be, <laughs> imagine if like Bo Katan's the antagonist of season three, and Din oh. is, and Din like needs Moff Gideon's help to like. Oh my- Ash. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All I know how to have are good head cannons, eat hot chip and lie. <laughs> 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 oh, oh god. god. I like the idea that uh, now we're we're not even really following the notes, and I don't. Yeah, really I don't care it. anymore. Um, <laughs> I feel like I, I'm no, no. I love this. No, I love this beautiful organic conversation. Um, but I like the idea that like Moff Gideon, I think at some point realized I'm, I'm going to lose this fight. There is no winning for me right now, um, and so. If this man is going, if if somebody is going to get my dark saber, it's not gonna fucking be Vokatan, and like sets it up specifically so that Din will get the dark saber to be Mandalore. Maybe because like he thinks he's incompetent and he can like eventually down the Ooh. line retake okay. Mandalore. Right. I think also, oh. like, he has that line where he's like, I see your bond. And he sees that his priority is not to his people. It's to his people, which is Grogu. Like, mm-hmm. that's his people. And he doesn't care about anything else. And so I think he realizes, like, this guy doesn't care about any of this. And I can manipulate the situation. He's, like, ten steps ahead of everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, like, what people want Thrawn to be. <laughs> yes! Yeah. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Honestly, yes. Um, and then yeah. he's fucking maniacal the entire time he's doing it, and he's just like, "Well, I love <laughs> that he's like on the ground laughing his ass off," and he's like, "Oh no, yeah. no, no, she can't take it from you." <laughs> oh, and he's telling Grogu, "I bet you are so sleepy now. You need a nap." Like, what the fuck? <laughs> fucking psycho? Like, yeah. <laughs> I just I think it'd be really that. cool if, like, if like they're forced to work together. I'm a sucker for that. Oh, I love that shit. Like, that episode of Clone Wars when Dooku, Obi Wan, and Anakin oh, have yeah. to work together because they're st- they're like literally tied oh, together. Yeah. My favorite episodes of the Clone Wars. <laughs> Speaking of Anakin, um, <laughs> I know I'm going in a whole different direction here. Um, Luke cutting down droids gave me big Anakin oh. feels. Um, and then the whole fucking hallway shit and the door opening shit with the fog and the lightsaber and yeah. the light. I was just, I was, in, I was bawling my eyes out. I was like, I, I don't have feelings for Luke Skywalker, and here I am having uh-huh. feelings <laughs> for Luke Skywalker. I don't, under most circumstances, I don't give a shit about Luke Skywalker, right? <laughs> like when everybody was mad at him in the Last Jedi, I was like, I don't care. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna be honest. I am not. No, I've okay. never. I've never liked Star Wars for the Jedi, which might sound stupid, but like my favorite Star Wars stuff, the stuff I read when I was really into Legends was like the Bounty Hunter Wars and stuff like that. Like anytime mm. a Jedi, like anytime Jedi anything shows up, I'm like, ah. 
<laughs> gotta do this again. <laughs> I feel like I always have a lot of feelings about Luke when it's in relation to somebody else. So like I had a lot of feelings about Luke and Last Jedi because of Leia and like by mm. extension Carrie. And then I feel like I've always had a lot of feelings about Luke because of like, you know, Obi-Wan or Anakin. In this case, I was legit like, oh wow. Like, yes, I'm seeing the parallels to Anakin, but also I am feeling things about Luke and I am emotional and I am compromised. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it was weird. <laughs> I think like the second I saw him, I knew that the thing that made me cry the most is I knew that Grogu was going to leave with him. I know. Yeah. Oh my god! And then I have when- never cried as much in a Star Wars anything as I did when Din is holding Grogu up and takes off his helmet. Like I was. <laughs> me and uh, me oh, and uh, a friend, a friend of ours, Holly, got on a call like immediately after the episode, and both of us were just bawling our eyes out. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was doing the like holding my hand in front of my mouth be- so I wouldn't make too much noise because I wanted to hear what was happening. <laughs> like every, I've watched it twice now, and every time I watch it, I'm just like, I need to keep watching the scene, but I like want to sob. It's so, yeah. oh my god, it's the really saddest thing I've ever seen. The the music oh is god, the music. something else. Like, I mean, like I I can never pronounce his name, Ludwig. But like I, Gorenson he, or whatever. Yeah, he has done a really cool job and a good job of of testing I, the boundaries of what Star Wars music can be. I was talking about this with Rogue Pod. There's so many interesting musical. El- I'm a musician, so I'm going to nerd out for a second. Um, <laughs> there's so many interesting things. Like if you just look at the Mandalorian theme, the main one, it starts off with like weird instruments. Uh, that are not traditionally like uh, or orchestral in feeling. It, they use like a ba- he uses like a bass recorder and a synth guitar yeah. and a bunch and of then other it turns things. Into electric guitar at some point. Yeah, in some and of then, the and iterations. Then the, and then at the end of it, it's a full orchestral when it's like yeah, like it's full orchestral. So it's almost like he's saying with the music, like this is still Star Wars, but it's different, and we're gonna go yeah. in different directions with it. And like the Dark Trooper theme. Was amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, and the little light, the, the little light synth thing that's happening when Grogu is, uh, when Din is taking off his helmet. Uh, oh. It's like, it's saying that, like, it's, it's a very evocative of Star Wars music, but it's also something very different, which I yeah. feel like says a lot about, like, the Mandalorian in general. Is it's, yeah, you know, it's Star Wars, but it's not, it's not the same thing, you know? Yeah. And then, like, it's just, it it was like this really beautiful, like sweeping, almost romantic in a way. Like, yeah. and I don't mean that to be like weird, like film romance. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's also, I mean, that piece of music is just so great in so many different regards because it's using the let motif, which is like a mm-hmm. thing. It's you guys are both <laughs> musicians. We're both musicians. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's using the let motif of like which they use for whenever Din is doing something and they meld it in with the force theme Luke's binary mm-hmm. sunset Luke's theme and it's just so it's such a beautiful piece of music <laughs> it really is well it's- also the way that like it the last few moments of like when Luke is um, going into the elevator and it's like right before it like shows Din's face being sad and then it's just like 
end. This is the end of mm-hmm. the season. It ends on this like major note, which like the main theme of yeah. Star Wars always does. It has that very like major feel to all the chords. And it's such a contrast to like everything else that we've heard from the soundtrack, it seems like, that it's like, okay, this is a real, like it really does signify like a big change in the show. And it just hits this really, it makes this, it's so confusing emotionally because you're just like so torn up about Din having to say goodbye to Grogu and mm. seeing Luke in action and like the stuff happening with Bo-Katan and then all of a sudden it's just this like major chord and you're like I think wait what what am I su- what ha- what I, I, think, <laughs> like, I'm like, supposed, I think like it's supposed to make you feel that it's gonna be okay like this yeah. is very sad yeah. but this is what needs to happen like yeah. Din, yeah. Din needs to let him go and Grogu's gonna be better for it in the end you but know. I still hate it. No, I still right. hate it. Very- I was so, I mean, I was talking to Abby, like, after the episode came out. I mean, I hated this ending up until pretty recently, actually. Yeah. Because I was just like, I don't really want to watch a show that's not about Grogu and Din. Um, But I think, like, there's something really powerful about the end of season one, Mando tells Kara, don't take off my helmet like let me die a warrior's death right like nothing is more important to him than taking off his helmet but at the end of season two he realizes that the most important thing in his life is his baby and he needs and he needs to he wants and there's such like a terrible amazing like parallel with return of the jedi where vader's like vader's like let me look upon you with my own eyes I want to die. <laughs> it's the best song I say now. And it's it just like shows that Din's priorities have fully shifted from like yeah. his creed. I mean, we saw that a little bit in the Believer, where he takes off his helmet to you know save him, but it's different. He's almost like fulfilling a creed. He didn't need to take off his helmet. He needed to take off his helmet to save his foundling, which I imagine he thinks is more important than his his Mandalorian creed because like saving foundlings is a part of the the Mandalorian creed Mm -hmm. but this he takes off his helmet just because he wants to see his son and he wants his son to see him and then like little Grogu reaching his hand up to Din's face and it's probably the first person that's touched his face since he was a kid ah what is wrong with you Abby, how I long have you known me I can't believe you would do this to me on a Thursday night I already so, had therapy today. This is not fair. Head, head cannons are all I've got. Remember that night where I was like traumatizing all of you by with Avatar head cannons? Oh my god! Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was so mean. Why would you do that? <laughs> all I've got is is angst. That's all I got. Yeah. Oh my god. You know we like to be sad. This is. This is just... We like to be sad, and we like to be horny, and there's no in-between. I mean, I, I I like to be one of those things, but... <laughs> <laughs> but just imagine how great it's going to be when they see each other again. Oh, my God. I read, a, I, read a, I read a fic the other day where, like, Din reunites with Grogu, and, like... Why don't they you date- send me these things? <laughs> What kind of friendship is this? <laughs> I think it was Din Luke too. 
So I should have just said you can't a bitch. <laughs> but basically, it's like Din like sees Grogu in the distance and rips off his helmet and runs towards him. Stop! Oh. Stop! And then like picks him up and like starts giving him little forehead kisses. No. <laughs> All right. Uh. I'm I have a lot of emotions right now. (laughs) Okay, okay, one more thing that I was thinking about. So, Din and Grogu are watching Luke in action on the surveillance camera as he's cutting down the dark troopers. Din has never seen a Jedi in action. And Grogu is like seeing, you know, people that he grew up with. Mm -hmm. And... Din is probably like, oh my god, like this is who I'm leaving you with, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and then he still does it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> he doesn't Din even get. Jaren. He doesn't even get his name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Luke god. never says, "I'm okay, Luke Skywalker." Okay. <laughs> no, he says, here to "Are you, you? Are you a Jedi?" Yeah, it's like, hey, are you? Are you a teacher? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, can I, mean, I, feel, I feel like Luke has proved that he's a Jedi. <laughs> I guess that's true. But, but like, he still. doesn't even ask for, like, a resume. <laughs> like, Din, you need to vet you, this man. You know CPR. <laughs> like, <laughs> my, my, I was talking to somebody the other day, and it was basically like, Luke sees like this hot Mandalorian and then completely forgets that he was supposed to give him contact information. And he yeah. comes back to Leia, like, Leia, he was so hot and he's a single dad. And Grogu tells me how great he is. And I messed up. And Leia's like, You didn't give him a, co- you didn't give him your name, contact. <laughs> Luke, what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of gay are you? <laughs> and then Leia finds him in like two seconds. Like, his name is Dinjar and I've already invited him for dinner on Tuesday. Like, <laughs> Wear your best best Chanel boots. (laughs) My boy in his Chanel boots. Okay, I kind of am imagining Din telling Boba Fett that, like, hey, yeah, there was this Jedi with a green lightsaber (laughs) that showed up and took my child. Oh, my God. Have you all, have you seen the fucking memes of, like, it's like, um, uh, what do you guys call it on on Rogue? Yup, sixty nine is flying by, and then like Luke's X wing is flying by, and they're just like staring at each other out the window. Like, um. <laughs> my favorite like like thought I had after <laughs> this episode is like I really want Boba to roll up and be like, "Where's the kid?" And Din explains, and he's like, "Wait a second, do you have the dark saber?" And then just loses his shit. <laughs> He's like, that's great. I love it. And he walks over to Boba and it's like, did I just accidentally become the ruler of Mandalore? And (laughs) it was just like rolling on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking dumbass. (laughs) Dan being the Mandalore is fucking hilarious. And the fact that he's just like, I yield, take it. I don't. (laughs) I don't want this. I'll take it. Bye. Din Djarin is is trying so hard to not be a main character, but the universe is just like, "Uh, uh, uh." (laughs) you will be an important Star Wars character, damn it. (laughs) You'll be an important Star Wars character because you're nice. 
That's really it, isn't it? Like she's a good boy. That is a good message to send. Please make more of these. (laughs) Right? I just think about like when this show was first announced, I was like not super excited about it, really, because I was like, I don't want like grim, dark, edgy Star Wars. And then like Din ends up being this sweet, loving person. That's like right? the complete opposite of every like toxic masculinity stereotype Mandalorians have had. Right. He's just like a good person. He's like nice. He treats people well. Right. You know, like, and that's that's what like gets him in these situations. Uh, and he's pe- also somehow. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, and people help him because he's a good person. Yeah. <sighs> um. I feel like he is simultaneously. Like the most competent and also the most incompetent person in the room. Yeah. Like at any given moment. Like yeah. I was thinking back to, you know, the uh fuck, what is the name of this? The tragedy where he is unconscious for like half more than half of the action scenes. <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't learn from the first time he tries to push through the Jedi force field. And he's just like, I'm gonna fucking keep doing it. But I'm like, a himbo. I understand it at the same time because oh, yeah. he's like, that's my yeah. son. Like, what right. am I, what else is he supposed to do? You know? Like, right. I, I love, and I the love that he's like, he's so, he like speaks to the Tuscans in sign language. Yes. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, he's like, this is the seeing stone. Are you seeing anything? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking dumb. <laughs> I just love that episode and those scenes where it's like Ming-Na and Tam are fucking being brutal, brutalizing these stormtroopers. Yeah. And Din wakes up and he's like, oh, what should I do? And walks back and forth for like a full two minutes. Like, what do I do? I guess I'll protect you. And then leaves. Like, what? Who... <laughs> <laughs> Who let you? Who let you hang out here? I think yeah. Din. Ha- I think Din has a lot of head trauma. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Especially now, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, Somebody dang. pointed out, like, what if the only reason Din gave the baby to Luke is because he was dealing with a concussion from getting punched in the head <laughs> multiple times by a dark trooper? Do the noises he was making were fucking like, oh my god! I was uh-huh. like, Pedro Pascal, you are overdoing yourself with the voice acting here. <laughs> like, huh? There was just something wall. so funny about the dark trooper punching him. <laughs> <laughs> And the stupid dark troopers punching at the doors. <laughs> like, I can't tell you how many times, like, like Chris and I will just start, like, humming the dark trooper, like, dubstep music. And, like, just, like, slowly punching at each other. <laughs> it's like, um, what the fuck are... Th- I um, love those Rock'em Sock'em robots so much. There we yeah. go. That's exactly what it reminds me of. <laughs> there are Rock'em Sock'em robots. Exactly. Uh, between the Rock'em Sock'em robots and the TIE fighters in the launch tube, it was a very, like, and Katie Sackhoff. <laughs> <laughs> Battlestar Galactica meets, I don't even fucking know. It, it was a lot of sci-fi. <laughs> it was a lot of sci-fi, but it was real good. It I hope this so show, good. like, leans into the weird stuff next season. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like it has to at this point because, like... With all of this possible clony kind of shit going on with like Dr. Pershing and 
like Moff Gideon? Like, what is the plan here for Pickled Snoke's? That's that's <laughs> what I think. That's what I was thinking. Okay, so you know how we mentioned earlier how last time Ash had said like, you know, it, it doesn't. It's not doesn't feel like it's part of anything Star Wars that we know. Yeah. Um, and now it is. I was originally really down with the idea of like, oh my gosh, like this can connect to Tross. Like I wasn't expecting it to, but it can. And um, because of all of the cloning stuff, and I was cool with that. And then they just kept taking it way too far and I was annoyed. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm kind of disappointed that Boba is getting his own show um, for a stupid reason, but he's a clone and he is probably the last clone from the Clone Wars still alive. I mean, he's not technically like a clone, you know, that type of clone, but mm -hmm. he's probably the last one living and I'm sure he has a lot of feelings about cloning and all, all of this shit, like all of this right. dark side shit and Palpatine being involved in any of this and the Empire being involved in cloning. And I, I mean, depending on what they do with the Boba Fett show, like, I, I just think that would be really interesting to tap into that because I, I don't, I don't remember if other than like child Boba, like kind of contending with the fact that like oh i have a lot of brothers out there but they're not my brothers like i don't feel like they mm. got really into that psychology of that and like how fucking weird that is well like he yeah. probably he probably thinks the clones probably think that they're like all related to Django fett in some way but boba probably thinks that he's the only one yeah like he's mm -hmm. the only actual son of Django because Django yeah. raised and does he feel like Imagine like walking around the universe with a million people who have your father, your dead father's face. Holy oh, shit! What the fuck? Imagine, Sorry. imagine. No, no, no. Because now imagine having to look in the mirror every day and seeing your dead father's face. Oh, you made it worse. Fuck. <laughs> That's why he painted his armor. <laughs> oh. That's why he painted his fucking armor so he wouldn't have to. Look at his face and his father's armor every day. <laughs> Want to hear something really fucking stupid about um, <laughs> Boba Fett's armor that I had a realization of the other day? I was talking mm. to somebody about it, and I was like, yeah, Boba Fett's armor is kind of boring because it's all one color. I'm red-green colorblind. Apparently, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Ash is very colorblind, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend was just like Ash what the fuck <laughs> like, yeah, it's so kinda I like how it looks but it's kind of boring looking because it's just one kill I was like I know there's a punchline here but I'm really confused I forgot <laughs> I'm glad you went into that real quick <laughs> yeah <sighs> oh my god um did we talk about Ming-Na or was that last take? Um, 
I mean, we've I think, talked about Mingna a couple of times throughout, but we haven't I mean, like, spent a lot of time talking about her. Because I remember Ash, I remember you said, like, yeah, it doesn't dismiss, like, oh, oh, oh yeah. This, yeah. Was that this take, though, or did we say that last time? That was the same thing. Yeah. This take? Yeah. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Are you high? I'm not that high. Like, I'm relaxed, but I'm not uh, like, fucked up. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's sad. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I got two beers too. <laughs> oh, Mazel Tov. Um, okay. Well, anyway, Ming-na. just to reiterate, a fucking get, <laughs> a fucking get. Why are we doing this again? Anyway, um, I'm so fucking happy that she's in this and that she's like gonna have her own. Okay, we did talk about this. I remember now, but um, I don't think we got into it like us abby because i I'm, yeah. i know that meg has definitely said a lot on rogue Padron about this yeah. um but i think we kind of glossed over this when we were talking with jacqueline just because we were talking about other things right that were problematic um but the fact that ming na's character was killed off at like faked killed off does not take away like that the fact that she came back does not take away from that that's a that's a trope that is used all the time for shock value it's really annoying that like these characters of color specifically like marginalized women characters mm-hmm. their deaths are being used for shock value for the plot to f- further a male character's story like this fake fridging is still not okay and it's still like just seeing like when she did come back and like the the amount of people that DM'd me and were like, "You're really gonna like this," I was like, "Okay, cool. I know Ming Na's coming back because why else would like half of fucking Twitter be DMing me this?" Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like, I, "Yeah, um, thank you. I like it, but I'm still pissed because right, it didn't it didn't have to be that." She could have just been injured. She didn't have, they didn't have to make it look like she was fucking dead, you know? Right. Like, or she could have just pieced out and been like, and, okay, this isn't my fight anymore. I'm done. You're fucking crazy. Like, there's so many other ways that that could have been different. And the right. excuse that I've seen a lot of people use is like, oh, it's very obvious that she's alive at the end of the episode because Boba's walking towards her. I'm like, no, it fucking wasn't. <laughs> like, right. it's, like, I've seen the that. The reason it's obvious. But the reason it's obvious is because it's a, a common trope that a lot of stories use is, hey, kill off this female character, kill off this character, and we'll bring them back for shock value. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's why it's it was predictable. And that's why everybody knew that's what was going to happen. But it's like, why is that a thing? Like, why is it okay for us to fake kill off women <laughs> right. who already have so little, is- like... Real estate in Star Wars. It was like at the right. on, at this point, one of the only women in the show. Yeah, it was Kara Pelly and her. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and the fact that some douchebag is the one that killed her <laughs> or fake right. killed her, like that was even more insulting. So I'm still fucking mad. Yeah, I'm happy she's back. It makes me so happy that Mingna is having the time of her life, and she's like such a fucking fangirl that I'm so happy for her. Um. But I'm gonna be mad about it forever. I'm never forgiving John Favreau and Dave Filoni for doing that, right? Among other things. But don't don't at me is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one thing I want to talk about is yeah. um, 
the quote unquote people keep calling it the girl power scene on Twitter and it makes me fucking cringe. But <laughs> I think <laughs> what the fuck? I think that scene was so great, except for the obvious um uh elephant in the room. <laughs> because I didn't notice it. I didn't notice that there were no men on screen. And I just it was thought, organic. I just thought that was kind of cool. Unlike the Avengers one, which is what people are oh. comparing it to. Yeah, where you're like, yeah. <laughs> like they're very clearly trying to pander to people with the one in Avengers. But this one, I like. I didn't even think about it until after the episode came out, where I was like, "Wait a second, there's no mm-hmm. men in this scene." Mm-hmm. Which is a very yeah. rare thing for Star but Wars. It, it makes narrative sense for that ha- to have happened. Like. Yeah, mm-hmm. Boba isn't going to like just leave his ship. He's a pilot. Like, yes, he is going to leave. Like, whatever. Like, also, Boba land? can't be there when Luke Skywalker is there. <laughs> that mm-hmm. is also true because then somebody might be dead, or many people might be dead. I don't know. Somebody would be like, "Oh shit, that's Boba Fett," or no, that's Luke Skywalker. Like, <laughs> nobody else was. <laughs> Nobody was like, oh shit, that's Luke Skywalker. Why does Cara Dune not know who he was? I think what they were trying to get across, because like Cara Dune's one of the last shots of the show. I think they yeah, were trying to get I across. Like. I think they were trying to get across that she knows who he is. Okay, well that didn't register because yeah, no. she has no fucking acting ability. So <laughs> mm-hmm. emotional capacity. <laughs> I was, was just annoyed. I was just annoyed to see her face, and I did not get that at all. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. <laughs> do you think like Kara's like yeah that was Luke Skywalker and Bo-Katan's like excuse me Luke who? who? <laughs> Luke what? <laughs> Luke who? Does Bo-Katan know who Darth Vader is? Because her and Ahsoka are in <gasps> communication. Her and Ahsoka are in lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> I mean yes. <laughs> how else how else would you know what would she know Ahsoka's exact location? <laughs> exactly. They are in they are in love. Do you know what I'm terrified of what they're gonna do next season? I tweeted about this. I feel like since Grogu's not there, they're gonna give Din a love interest, which is what I don't want to happen because they're never gonna do like no. Din and Luke. Uh and I'm terrified that love interest is gonna be Bo Katan. <laughs> no. no. Or Kara. It's going to be one of the oh. two. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. no. I shouldn't say John this. Favreau but- is very much that type who are like, I got, we got to stick to the, like the heart of Star Wars. And there's somewhere in there is going to be like, Star Wars is about romance. And it's like, mm. God, shut the fuck <laughs> up, Raylo. Uh, <laughs> you know, John Favreau is a Raylo. <laughs> I don't know that, but you know. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just... I'm so, no, I'm still stuck on this headcanon that I've been having like for most of this episode of <laughs> Luke finally bringing Din over for dinner with the family <laughs> and like Din is like just really 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 nervous and like Luke at this point has gotten over the fact that Din's best friend is Boba Fett um and like has like has learned to accept it because like that's who luke skywalker is and like they actually get to sit down oh i forgot that boba fett was the one who murdered uncle owen and aunt Peru. maybe not anyway (laughs) luke know that 
would he would know that. I and know. I imagine Boba would keep his fucking mouth shut about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, where did you say you were from? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> well, where'd you grow up, huh? <laughs> Oh my god. Wish your farmer, eh? Oh no. <laughs> That's so sad. Oh, your aunt and uncle were tragically killed. That's really unfortunate. <laughs> that really wow, that sounds uh that's rough, buddy. Meanwhile, Din is just sitting there like looking back and forth between the two of them, like oh, I don't god. know what is happening. <laughs> like, something is wrong, but I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. But then like but oh, uh, you know what? No, never mind. Maybe this is not a good head game. <laughs> now I'm like thinking about it more. Of like, then like Han would be like, "Oh my God, Boba Fett is still fucking alive!" Like, are you shitting all of my nuts? Like, and you are date like your boyfriend's best friend is fucking Boba Fett. But then I remembered like Boba Fett was obviously an integral part of Han going into Carbonite, and I'm assuming that was very traumatic for both him and Leia. And so maybe introducing Boba Fett. Han knocked him into a Sarlacc pit. I think there that might- like, true. Oh, I think there is they, If they ever meet again, they might be like, I feel like we're square. Are we square? Yeah, we're good. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay, so between- Because I know Lando is going to get involved in this too because he's obviously going to side with Han and Leia. Well, I don't know, actually. Would he side with Han and Leia? Like, I feel I like- he'd, no. side with, he'd side with Boba just to piss Han off. Right? That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> There's like a you know a family dinner like everybody's there. Uncle Lando's there too, Uncle and Lando. like, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, what happened on Tatooine? And Din's like, uh, what do you you know like, what? There's some tension here, and then it's like, okay, I feel like I still feel like Din would. Well, I don't know. Would Luke take Han's side, or would he take Din's side? <laughs> I mean. You've crafted an entire scenario here. <laughs> like, I'm an entire angst fanfic. I was like, guaranteed Luke and Din would be fine if it came down to blows, but now I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, like, if, if Boba is able to keep his mouth shut that he killed his aunt and uncle, I think he might be able to side with Boba. Because honestly, like, if, <laughs> if it's Han and Boba... Han will be like, you put me in carbonite, and then Boba can just slap back with, you launched me into a fucking Sarlacc pit. Like, right. <laughs> they're like, okay, fair, cool, I shake no hands. not anymore because of you. <laughs> what if, okay, what if this was like, okay, so taking Din over for dinner for the first time, and like, they're talking about how he's a Mandalorian and stuff like that, and like, Han and Leia have no clue that that Boba is alive. Like Luke hasn't told them about it because, like Luke, obviously knows because you know they're in a relationship. They need to know these things. Um, and Han's Luke's just agonizing like, over how to tell them. Yeah, <laughs> so he yeah. hasn't done it yet. And Han's just like, oh, I once knew a Mandalorian, the son of a bitch, Boba Fett, and Din just goes, "Excuse me." <laughs> How that is my best friend, <laughs> and you he drove me here. <laughs> Just imagine. Okay, they meet at like a new, like Leia's like off on some planet, and they meet for dinner. And Han pulls up in the Falcon, right as Yup sixty nine. 
<laughs> oh my god. And then Dan and Luke walk out of Yup69 and are just like, uh, <laughs> hey, bud. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Why are you coming out of that shit? Oh my god. <sighs> like, like Boba let Din borrow yep, 69 for the night. <laughs> because he's still working on like a new car payment. <laughs> and he's just like, I just want to take my boyfriend out on a nice date. And Boba's like, I'll do you a solid. Like, you can borrow the Yup 69, take him to a fancy restaurant. <laughs> and that's when Han and Leia pull up in the Falcon. <laughs> and they're like, uh. uh, uh, uh Meanwhile, uh, Boba did that on purpose because he knew whose house <laughs> that they were going to. He's <laughs> like, Leia, huh? <laughs> I heard she married that son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to loan you my car. <laughs> that son of a bitch on Solo. <laughs> <laughs> that oh oh Boba's told Din so many stories about Han Solo and how much of a dick bag he is and like how much he hates him and like Luke like neglects to mention that Leia and Han are his sister and brother-in-law just because he's a dumb himbo and like would forget and like because like he doesn't think of them as big deals they're just his siblings right and he like Din gets there and he's like are you f- your brother-in-law is Han Solo, <laughs> the dick bag that threw my friend into a sarlacc pit. He threw this my best friend into a sarlacc pit. I read a post the other day that described Din and Luke as unstoppable himbo versus a movable dumbass. And, then- <laughs> and they could be both. They could be either or. They're either or, depending on the day. Oh my god. Yay! We got Ash Squeak! (laughs) (laughs) I like how this review of season two (laughs) turned into we write fanfic about Din and Luke being together and meeting the family for the first time. I feel like it wasn't going to go any other way, if I'm being honest. Oh, you're, you're right. <laughs> oh, I want, I want the, I want to write the fic, but I can't write fic to save my life. I'm so bad. Remember that one time we said we were going to read my old fan fictions out of the box. <laughs> Oh, we're still gonna do that. Why? <laughs> can, I, can can I come on for that? I'll read some of my. I'll read some of my old stuff. You know, make it fair. A lot okay. of my. Lot of my we'll do so, a dramatic reading of yeah. both of your fanfic. <laughs> my uh, read, read my cringy Wedge Antilles ex Leo fanfic I wrote when I was twelve. Oh my god! <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> oh, I was about the yeah. angst. I was about the oh, A. Yeah. It was like, what an A you where Han died. That's <laughs> that's fair. Did he actually die or was he like presumed dead? He was presumed dead. <laughs> oh no, I know where this is going and I want to read it. What, Chantilly's? Please find yourself a woman who is not a presumed widow. I'm begging <laughs> I didn't even think about the whole presumed widow thing until just now. I was like, wait a second, that actually is what happened. 
Oh my god! Who would have thought that you and Chuck Wendig had similar ideas about what Wedge and Tilly's story could be? It's like poetry. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I hate it! 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 Is there anything else we want to mention about season two of The Mandalorian? I don't think so. I hope uh, Din never wears his helmet again in yeah. honor of Grogu. <laughs> I just want to gaze upon Pedro He doesn't Pedro. really need to wear a shirt either, you know? Not either. <sighs> he doesn't really need to wear pants either. <laughs> Wait, no, I, I have a kink for the the fully suited yeah, Mandalorian. You do. <laughs> do you uh, feel telling like me TikTok? Telling me <laughs> that you're good. I'm good. That yeah. you're good. Mm-hmm. Oh no. By the way, I posted that on Twitter <laughs> and it I still have people retweeting it and liking it and quote tweeting it. Like to this day, and I put when would did that come out? Like well over a month ago. <laughs> it's good. It's really I didn't know cool. I had those kind of things yeah. feelings yeah. in my in myself. So my my it's fine. My, <laughs> my uh my sub agenda is working. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, I'm the asexual in the corner, being like. I think Grogu's really cute. <laughs> I'd rather be fishing. <laughs> okay, this is one of my favorite jokes ever. So every once in a while, a few of us will get together and we'll play some Jackbox games. And one of our favorite <laughs> games in particular to play is TKO, where you have to draw and also give slogans and then create a t-shirt. And one of the best t-shirts that was ever created was, it was just a picture of the ace flag, and then it just said, I'd rather be fishing. <laughs> and that became the inside joke. Like, if you wanted to ask, you know, similar to how you would ask somebody if they're a lesbian, being like, do you listen to Girl in Red? Like, if you were trying to figure out if somebody was ace, you'd be like, would you rather be fishing? <laughs> <laughs> to the and point so, where this bitch got me, I, I, I'd rather, I, and I'd rather be fishing t-shirt for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> also for your birthday. <laughs> and, and I, I also uh, couldn't explain it to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and then an older gentleman at the hardware store complimented you on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I also got you an Ace Pride pin. You did. Oh you did. Just in case people didn't get it from the I'd rather be fishing shirt. <laughs> do you live near bodies of water, Ash? I do. Oh, yeah. She lives in a fucking oh, okay. desert. What are you talking about? There's, po- there's ponds here <laughs> where you can fish. Yeah. <laughs> I go fishing in New Mexico. Fishing all the time in the summer. Yeah. I was just, I was imagining that you really don't live near any bodies of water and there's this random man at the hardware store complimenting you on it. Like, that's that's kind of weird <laughs> that she's wearing that. <laughs> but cool. Nice shirt anyway. 
Good for you, um, kid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's a great place to end. <laughs> um, in summary, there were a lot of really shitty things about this season. Um, the amount of transphobes that Mandalorian has in its cast is disgusting. Um, fuck John Favreau, fuck Dave Filoni in particular, fuck his wolves, fuck his trees, fuck his wife. <laughs> okay, when you said wolves, that is not what I thought you were going to say. Um, I was like, whoa, oh, that's a different W word. <laughs> Um, but, but this, uh, this season also gave us a lot of feels because we got a ton of really good Din and, and Grogu moments. And then also so many headcanons now for the romance between Din Dejern and Luke Skywalker. Um, Luke and all of his boyfriends are going to be what saves the world. So, and then above all, we got Boba Fett. We got Boba Fett. I never knew love until I knew Boba Fett. <laughs> I truly never knew I would love Boba Fett ever in my life. Uh, and sometimes he'll send me to horny jail. <laughs> Bonk, go to horny jail. <laughs> so... <laughs> and that being said Ash if yeah. people want to find you where can they do so uh, you can find me on Rogue Padron, uh which is uh, barely a Star Wars podcast no we're a Star Wars book club podcast and uh, yeah that's at Rogue Padron on Twitter I don't have a personal Twitter that I want anybody to know about so <laughs> yay Ash set good boundaries this past for you. Week. Yeah, oh. Ash did a good this past week and set really good boundaries, and I can't relate. That'll never be me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you want to listen to more of me, I'm on Rogue Quadrant. If you want more than just like three episodes on The Mandalorian, like our lame podcast, you should go listen to Rogue Quadrant's episodes on the mandalorian because yeah. they're excellent and they're very funny like there was too many times where i was out walking chuck and was listening to a padralorian and i laughed out loud because like somebody said something really stupid and i was like bah! and like i scared a lot of people <laughs> in my neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> so fuck you rogue padron <laughs> I have to keep up the facade of this like pseudo uh, rivalry that is one sided <laughs> of just me being like, I want a rivalry with Rogue Padron. Because <laughs> like when also when we play TKO, I, a lot of my my logos are like Rogue Pod bad. <laughs> to be fair, I also put fuck LBT on one of them. One time. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. So, <laughs> um, if you want to <clears throat> uh, cast your support for Lousy Beautiful Town uh, in the Lousy Beautiful Town versus Rogue Pod Wars, 
uh, you can do so <laughs> on Twitter at LBTPod, or you can uh, send us your pledge via email at lousybeautifultownpod at gmail.com. You could also pledge your fealty to us by leaving us a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck it's called now. I haven't checked lately, but I'm pretty positive. We still have not gotten a review since August, and um, I need attention. So give me attention um, because I am contractually obligated to read your review on the show if you give us. We we've had stuff to give away for like Son four months now. We could do an incentive to leave reviews. <laughs> but what about the That's people who already left away. reviews though? They can be re-entered. <laughs> okay. So yeah, okay, let's do a review giveaway. So we're gonna do a so- giveaway. <laughs> I love how every time I'm on LBT, you're like, oh, we're launching our Patreon. Oh, we're doing a giveaway. <laughs> Jess, tell them what they'll win. <laughs> so, our lovely listener and friend and patron, Joey, has some uh, tops trading cards from the Rise of Skywalker. So there's going to be some of those. Also, um, this Star Wars Lotteria a set that is done by I forget the artist's name he's on Instagram but I will post it in the Twitter post that we will post along with this apparently because I didn't I was unprepared that we were going to do this <laughs> yeah me too um and then also um I uh we have a a baby Yoda Grogu um plush one what? of the target ones yeah you do I, I have an extra one so yeah let's throw that in there too Holy shit, that's a good deal. <laughs> yeah, so you get a baby, you get a lottery <laughs> set, and, <laughs> and it's <some> tops. Tops. <laughs> Go leave a re- Go leave a review. How long should this giveaway be? Um, um we will <laughs> uh we'll give it a uh, let's a say month? the end of February. Okay, right? the end of February. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, okay, February cool. is a is a yeah, that, that's a good idea. Yeah, um, so um leave us a a, rev- a five-star review. Um even if you don't like us and you can tell us that we're shitty but still leave it as five stars. Um yeah. and then either DM or email us uh with your review showing that you left one and if you've already mm-hmm. left one just uh screenshot it and send it to us anyway and you can re-enter. Yep. Thank you. finally we've done the review (laughs) or the giveaway oh my god i need to go to bed now we're holding ash hostage here (laughs) while we try to figure our shit out (laughs) abby where can people find you shut up i'm hosting you can find me on twitter (laughs) at abby of cecilia just where the fuck can they find you Find me at Space Jazz with four S's in the jazz. And with that, go away. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Ash. It's always such a pleasure being on the jazz. <laughs> <laughs>